Hey everybody, this is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and before we get started, of course, we're going to talk about dice at diceenvy.com. Use the link in our show notes to get yourself some sweet new dice. Use that link and we'll get a small part of what you pay for the dice. Check them out, Dice Envy. BattleBards has great sound effects. You'll be hearing some in this show. Check them out at battlebards.com. If you get a Prime subscription, you'll have streaming access to their sounds. You can build sound boards for your games. And if you use our special code of stack, you get a 20% discount, battlebards.com. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at stackadice. Email is stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And our wiki is vardalon.fandom.com. The question I want to kick us off with to get our minds going today is what's something interesting you learned today? Anybody? I learned how to spell non sequitur. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was I was going to type it in a comment, uh-huh. and I realized I don't know how to spell this if it's one word or two, and I'm also not sure I'm using it exactly right. So I looked it up, and I was like, huh. So in Latin, it would have been two words, but yes. in English, is it supposed? No, to be? when I looked it up, it was still two words. Okay, and it means that which does not follow. More or less, yeah. yeah. It was like not a conclusion that's not logical or whatever. Yeah, good. In fact, there was a cartoon strip called Non Sequitur. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So you'll be using that in this game. That's your challenge. At every possible <laughs> opportunity. Even if it's a? Non Sequitur. <laughs> I'll tell you what I learned. Uh, one of my coworkers sent me a 3D printable model of a bonsai tree. Basically, it prints the trunk and a little stand for it to go in. And then instead of branches, you know... Um, foliage it prints out a a cube of like this grid material and so what you do is you take scissors and you can trim the grid down to like a little puff or something so you can make your own bonsai tree i thought that is so cool i'm going to see if i can find the plans for it and print one and just kind of trim my little bonsai tree i thought that was such a neat idea today i learned about derivatives and stuff like that in calculus do not ask me about it because I don't remember anything right now. <laughs> you may remember more than you think, but I will not ask you about it because I don't like math. Huh. Well, good. I'm glad you're making progress in calculus. You're the last one left. Did you learn anything, Michael? <laughs> you look panicked. <laughs> I learned the true meaning of fear as of right now. <laughs> I learned this morning, I learned that my kids had a half day of school today. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. I have half have. Outside of the podcast, I have half day on Tuesday and Wednesday off because of Yom Kippur, I think it is. Or some, yeah, it's not, um, some not Jewish conferences. Well, there, yeah. there was already a holiday on Monday. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah. There's a couple in quick succession in October. Oh, okay. Yeah, sweet. Well, congratulations. Now you have more homework time. All right. Well, that was just trying to get us thinking before we roll into our episode now. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Hello, stackers, and thanks for joining us as we continue our adventure. It's a 5th edition D&D adventure. I'm Rhett, the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mum. Peter as... Gre- uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Thane as Peter Greyhawk. <laughs> uh, so last time, we really didn't make a whole lot of progress. You got one room into the pyramid, and that was it. <laughs> but... I have confidence that you will make better progress this time, so let's get right to it. We left off last time with you standing outside the door of the next room, the second room, and the door had just slid open, and you hear the sound of another door closing ahead of you somewhere in that room. Uh, He's getting away! Come on, let's, let's get through this as fast as we can! You take a few steps into the room and come to an abrupt halt. Under your feet is a worn stone platform, beyond which is a yawning pit with inky depths that do not seem to indicate a bottom. A cool, wet smell wafts up from below. (laughs) (laughs) On the platform where you stand is an odd pedestal. It rises to chest level on Peter and (laughs) Wamberbash. And there's a long, narrow, hollow cylinder that sticks out of that top part. If, if you'll imagine a socket wrench standing on end, mm-hmm. that's what it looks like. 
Disturbingly, at the foot of the pedestal is a dark pool of blood. Again, the door behind you slides back into place. As the echoes of the closing door die away, the lights flicker around the room's perimeter. Once again, the foreign shapes flicker and shift, settling at last into the letters of a much newer language. Here's what it says. The great king spoke from his hall of peace. Hear, O children of the great king. Arms and armor have their day, but who can bear their weight at all times? What is better than the lights of home, the cry of the newborn, the sound of wind in the fields full of grain? A burdened people are the sign of a burdensome king. Far better to bury the sword's point. This way is often easier. Reddish-yellow light fills the room, revealing two important features. The first is more platforms that are scattered throughout this room. They're spaced too far apart to jump, about 15 to 20 feet apart, and each has the same odd pedestal sticking out of it. The second feature is the far wall, so directly opposite where you're standing. It appears to be a forest of stone spears, all pointing in your direction. Mm. Already, I can imagine Tira is feeling much more in her element in this room in general than she has been basically this whole time. Everything made out of stone. You said a cool, wet smell coming up from this pit. And at least if I'm remembering your description, was there, was there some sort of a kind of a plank going out to walk on? The platform that you're standing on, I'm going to say, is about 10 feet square. Okay. And then there's just... 15 to 20 feet directly in front of you, there's another platform. Diagonally to your left, there's another platform. And then beyond those two, mm-hmm. another 15 to 20 feet beyond them is three platforms going left to right. Each, again, they're all separated by significant space. And there's just a big old cab, uh, chasm underneath. Yes. So like we can't just like jump or whatever and you just drop out into the dark. It was like bottomless pit. Absolutely. And each of the platforms, again, has that socket wrench looking pedestal mm-hmm. on it. They do appear to rotate. The socket wrench looking thingies? Yeah. Is there anything else that either my, uh, my dark vision or my stone cunning brings to light? No, the door to the exit door to this room, again, is to your right. It's in the right wall of mm-hmm. this room. Yeah, because it's going. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that's it. Forest of Spears directly opposite you. A total of five other platforms in this room aside from the one you're standing on. And the, uh, the and socket a, wrench. And a pool of blood. That, that's in front of the socket wrenchy thing right in front of us? Yes. Does it just look like human blood? It looks like blood. Okay. I didn't know if Thump's blood looked different. I'm thinking, I'm watching too much Star Trek lately. I'm <laughs> it, like, what color? Is it green? Is it? Yeah. Someone bleeds purple. Who bleeds purple? I do. <laughs> he is of royalty. Yes. All right. So I feel comfortable in the room, but I also I, I can sense, okay, we need to tread lightly because I'm, I'm seeing, okay, spears pointed at us, blood on the floor. Clearly somebody made a wrong move and, and went down. So. And this is fresh blood. Yeah. Ooh. Oof. All right. Um. Unlike the pus that you're all dripping from your hands. <laughs> yeah, Peter, can you do something with our hands? We're never going to get through here mm-hmm. if we if we can't. No, nope. I spit on them. <laughs> uh, Mr. Lay on hands. <laughs> all right, let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> Heal you guys with my wounded hands. I'll start with myself. Yeah. I just start clapping. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Basically, you have a pool of five hit points per level, and you can gotcha. bestow however much of that pool at a time. So I have 25 hit points to work with. How much damage do you guys have? I took seven from the from the hand thing. From the poison. Yeah. I took five from the hand thing. And I took three. So I'm just going to go ahead and whoosh, whoosh, whoosh all over. So Now, you were already down... 13, was it? I was down 16. 16. I'm just healing you of your pus damage. Okay. Yeah, just... Everyth- you are depussed. <laughs> yeah. I 
wor- I'm not worried about the rest of that. Yeah. I just want my hands to be functioning. Good. Good. So seven, four, and three. Why only four? You can't hook me up with five. Oh, you said five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> five. Yep. Nope. You've you're done. Nope. <laughs> you are there's, cut off, there's sir. There's nothing more I can do. <laughs> I'm just too tired. Okay. So your your hands immediately begin to. So from Peter's hand. Well, why don't you describe it, Peter? How does it look? Yeah, I don't know that you've used lay on hands yet, have you? Hang on, give me a second. I'm doing basic math, so I need some words. <laughs> You're okay with the calculus stuff and derivatives. I, no, I'm not. Well, let me add two numbers. <laughs> no, subtraction. That's okay. Einstein had the same problem. Yeah. Yeah, but I also have a problem with big math, too. <laughs> 12 plus 3, 15. 15. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Which is cackle there. 123. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Good. So, I uh, basically I put my hands against their hands, and what happens is from my hands, little green vine thingies sprout out and just like wrap up both of our hands together, and then they fall off and whatnot, and then hmm. disappear. There's a ticklish sensation as your hands are bound together from mm-hmm. your palms, where, mm-hmm. where the skin is healing, and as soon as those vines fall away. Your hand looks like it's never been damaged before. That's better. Thank you, Peter. Now, we need to get to work because every minute we spend in here trying to figure this out, Kabir and Thump are getting farther and farther away, but we don't want to make a wrong move. We can't We can't just do trial and error like we did in the last room because I have a feeling that the consequences are going to be way worse than burnt hands. Poked hands. Would you like me to read the thing one more yes. time? Okay. Yes, please. The great king spoke from his hall of peace. Hear, O children of the great king, arms and armor have their day, but who can bear their weight at all times? What is better than the lights of home, the cry of the newborn, the sound of wind in the fields full of grain? A burdened people are the sign of a burdensome king. Far better to bury the sword's point. This way is often easier. All right, so looking around... Can I see what's on other pedestals? They all appear to be the exact same appearance. So there's nothing on them. Just that that tube that sticks out of the front of them. And there's nothing in it? You don't know. Well, I said it was hollow. Yeah. Um I'm going to creep towards the one that's on the the on your current platform. On our current platform. I'm like Plantation. I couldn't think that's not the word I was looking for. On no. on the platform that we're standing on right now. Okay. And try and examine it a little more closely. Okay. You look at the outside, it looks like it's made out of stone. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really about all you can tell on the outside. There, no real telling what its purpose is or anything like that just by looking at it. Can I see through? You can see and you see a slight glint of something metal at the far end. Well, it looks about like it might be a like like a bar that reaches left to right across the back end of the tube. I'm gonna stick my sword in it. Oh, I was like, I was like, stick my hand. Don't stick your hand in it. What is it? A garbage disposal? <laughs> <laughs> Peter reaches over your head and slides the blade of his sword in, and nothing happens. I'm gonna jiggle it around a little bit. <laughs> tinka tink. Nothing happens. Stink. Let me say this. You feel that bar thing inside shift a little bit. But that's it. I jiggle harder. (laughs) We're going to get run through with something. We have no idea what we're doing here. Having moved that little bit, it kind of slides back up into place where it was, and that's it. Well, do you guys have any ideas? (laughs) Oh, so you're just going to rely on us to come up with the idea. (laughs) Hey, guys, we need to come up with an idea. Now, you guys... Come up with ideas. All right. <laughs> I'll listen. just get mad. All right. He mentioned in the last room there were things listed. There's things listed here. We've got the lights of home. We've got the cry of a newborn and the wind going through a wheat field or something like that. It was also sticking the sword in, uh, into the... Yeah, the into, point into the ground. Into the ground is often easier. Oh, I don't understand. Well, I wanted to stick my sword into the cylinder. That's not the ground. All right, then. I'm going to just, like, jab my sword at the ground. Okay. There's a satisfying clink as the metal of your blade hits the stone of the platform. I look at Wombavash. 
It's not the ground either. <laughs> Cry of the newborn or the lights of home. These are things that we're supposed to be, they're comforting or they're, they're to be sought after. I don't understand. I don't understand. May I roll to observe more, possibly more in the room for clues? Uh, roll me a perception check. Um, Never mind. <laughs> with, with that response, you're like, uh, <laughs> means men are what you you're certainly can. Mm-hmm. What happens when you rotate that? Um, oh yeah, we can turn them. Ratchet. Yeah, yeah. It, it can shift. Um, Maybe we need to get these lined up so that they're facing each other. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to do, but they're not all. They're not holes all the way through. There is a back. There is a back. Yeah. So it's like the cylinder stops at the back of the, mm-hmm. just like a mm-hmm. socket wrench. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So you said there's one to our left. There's a platform diagonally to your left and one straight ahead. And Plus then the beyond that, there are, there's a series of platforms, three platforms behind them. All with socket wrenches. Yes. Yes. And apparently all too far for us to jump, except for me, of course. But not right now because I don't have any socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said. I am he so said, glad you used those up before you got here. <laughs> yes. Ah! <laughs> what happens if we turn this wrench socket to point to the other one? I, I don't know. That's all I can think of to try. Okay. Uh, to turn it to face the one uh, diagonally to our left. You try to turn it and it does not turn. It. You can see the 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 line around the base that shows mm-hmm. that it can rotate, but mm-hmm. it's not ro- It's not turning i'm gonna reach in to the bar and move it okay the bar is horizontal inside oh. okay, which so way does it move up and down or like it, this? it twists like like you're like you're turning a a dial okay yeah. so i want you to illustrate to me so right now michael is reaching his right hand in palm facing down and you're turning it clockwise clockwise as you grab the bar before you turn it as you grab the bar you feel uh, sharpness against your hand. So it's a sharp bar, but it seems to be tapering to your left. And you turn it clockwise. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, you hear a kachunk. He's got shot at. From across the room, that wall bristling with spears, mm-hmm. there's a whistling sound and mm-hmm. a spear comes for you. I need you to roll me. I'm going to try to catch it with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. You need to be a monk to do that. I still have tough hide, by the way. Because it lasts for an hour. We were in that room for an hour. <laughs> Why don't you roll me a dexterity saving throw? Okay. <sighs> I'm going to do a luck point. My last luck point, Okay, by the way. good. Oh, dear me. Thirteen. Okay. The spear grazes your side, doing eight points of damage. The stone spear tip thuds into the uh, into the pedestal and quivers there. And basically, it extends from your pedestal across to the next platform. Um, with enough... Um sturdiness to actually get across to the other pedestal? It is fixed firmly enough that you could actually use it as a means of getting to the next platform. Excellent. I am going to... It's 15 feet long? Mm -hmm. These are big spears. Are they lining the wall this way or horizontally? They're sticking out If another one comes, can I drop to the floor and not get hit by it? There are hundreds of spears Mm -hmm. in the wall, and they're pointed in all sorts of weird directions, so it's hard to tell which way they would go. I'm going to to very carefully scrouch down type of walking and holding onto the thing at the same time. Okay, basically you're going to have to do a hand-over-hand crossing. Yeah, yeah, to Uh, get over. Yeah, if you want to do it like a spider crawl hanging from the bottom, you can do it that way, or if you just want to hang down and just hand-over-hand. Yeah, that's what I'll I'll do. Okay, yeah. Uh, just give me a strength check. Uh, you need to beat a 10. I beat it. Okay. You make your way across. You are now standing on the next platform. Okay. The one next to us. The one that was directly Di- ahead of you. Okay. Oh, okay. Perfect. Oh, so the one's yeah. right ahead. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So you're now standing on the next platform, Womberbash. To your left, you now have a platform. And behind you, you have the original platform. And where's the door? The door is diagonally to your right. Okay. 
So Tira, you can either play around with the pedestal or you can try and do the same crossing as him. In which direction did the spear fly in relation to the direction of the socket wrench? Was it because I, my hand was in it and so it was pointing to me? Is that the direction in which the uh, sword, the spear flew toward me? It just came out of the wall from somewhere behind you and your reaction allowed you to move out of the... It didn't go through you. Right, it right, right. raised you and thudded into the pedestal. So I'm at, I'm at another pedestal where there is the socket wrench. Yes. I, I want you, Womberbass, to remember how I described the bar inside. Yes. Why don't you relate to me what... Um, so when I stuck my hand in, I realized that it wasn't just a round bar. It came to a, a point, but it was... It was sharp... Left to right. Left to right. and But it was this way, yes. to my left. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like a... Okay. And I turned it clockwise, sort of which like meant what? it went up. Sort of like a sword. Or yeah. a spearhead. But when I turned it up, it went up. So I'm going to stick my hand in this next one, but I'm going to turn it counterclockwise, pointing... Wait, when I stick my hand in this one, which which direction is this point now? Is it still it's to the, the exact, left? Yeah, still to the left. I'm going to turn it, pointing it down this time. Actually, I'm going to reach in like this and do it this way. There you go. To point the point down. That's why I wanted you to illustrate. This time, Womberbash put his hand into the next pedestal, palm facing up, and did it uh, so that the point is now facing down inside the tube. There is a click. And instead of a spear hurtling towards you, now a bridge extends from this platform to the next platform. And which How did you do that, Bash? What toward, did you do? The right? Okay. No, to, to your left. To the left, okay. So um, remember the, the, the poem, or the saying thing, said that if um, the sword is stuck into the ground in, in regards to peace, it's sometimes easier that way. Well, the first, the first bar in there was shaped like a sword, the point, but when I did it, when I turned it to the right, it was pointing up. Well, that's not the direction of the ground. So in this particular one, I pointed it, rotated it, and pointed it down like if it was in the ground, and this bridge And came. that's how the bridge came out? Yes. All so right, I'm, I'm going to reach into the first so, one and do that. Okay. Oh, the, the Tira, first one. Tira okay. does that. Because I'm still back on the first yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. A bridge extends from your platform to where Womberbash is standing. I am okay. also following Womberbash, basically. So okay. I'm going to walk over to the other one, reach in and feel, and which it's the same way. So exact I'm same take setup. It and do it again. Yep. And this is the way it is for all the, the nice. pedestals in here. Nice. So basically, you've made up some time. Mm-hmm. And that was all there was to it. That's all there is to it. Well, what was it? The baby crying and the wind and the wheat <laughs> and the. You got to dress it up. He's was... describing elements of peace. It was the wind in the willows. <laughs> <laughs> Having figured out the secret, and that is to turn all the sword points down inside the cylinder, uh, it's just a matter of a few seconds, really, to go from platform to platform. You make your way to the left one, and then beyond that, you make your way to the final platform. And as you stand there, the door grates open, and you see a ramp ahead of you leading upward. Running on through. I broke down. I I wonder if that blood is from that guy. Like, he must have really got hit by one of those uh, spears. Maybe. Hopefully it slowed him down. I hope it wasn't Thump that got hit, though. My side hurts. (laughs) We don't have time to, to worry about that now. We just need to move on. Running across to the next one. This door is also closed. Shocker. Inside, you can hear movement, and it's a good minute or two, and then you hear more grating from inside, and then your door begins to open. It, it, it seems like that we, can only, we can't be in there at the same time as him. I mean, like it won't even open for us until he comes out. Does one door go up before the other one comes up? Like, or do they come up at the same time? They come and, up at the same time. I'm gonna, as soon as that door opens, I'm going to rush in there just to see if I can catch a glimpse of him. Do I? Yes. And it is, it is the you dude. You see Kabir, mm-hmm. and he turns around at the sound, and then you almost see him give a fleeting smile, almost like a grin, and then he is through before that door, before both doors begin to close. Oh, I'm trying to think of something I could throw to keep oh, to hold we, the door open. We have a crossbow, though. The next, the, the next one we go through, we should have that junk ready, so as soon as we see him, we fire a shot at him. We have a crossbow? Yeah. You do? Yeah, you don't. Peter well, did, um, but it broke in oh, Jama. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. I mean, it's, okay. a, it's a it's a small crossbow, a light okay. crossbow. Gotcha. But I think we should do something. Okay. Yeah. Right in his eyeball. 
This right. room is much smaller than the previous two. As you go up, it's getting narrower, the, mm-hmm. the top of the pyramid. It's been richly decorated. Three statues stand in the middle of the room, which is paneled with dark wood inlaid with an incredibly white wood. A small dais equipped with a stone slab lectern stands opposite the stone figures. The letters around the ceiling begin to glow again. They shape, reshape into letters that you understand. The great king spoke from his hall of justice. Here, O children of the great king, a road goes two ways, and to the undiscerning, both seem right. A heavy story came to my court, with all claiming injury. With care, the string is untangled. Overhead in the room is a wicked-looking contraption. A giant sword made of stone hangs from the ceiling. A series of gears and pulleys hold it in place. The statues appear to represent a man, a child, and a woman. And that is what you see. What's with the dais again? Uh, it just has a, a little platform like on a it. a stone lectern mm-hmm. of yeah. some kind. Mm-hmm. And on the lectern there seems to be uh, almost like a dial. Okay, so it's not an Amadeus. It's just a dais. Correct. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go over to the lectern and have a look at the dial. Okay, the dial appears to rotate left and right, and it seems to have three places where it would click into place. Mm-hmm. When you move the dial, it goes click and falls into a place. Mm-hmm. You move it again, click, it falls into another place. So it's got three of those locations, and then in the middle, there seems to be a button that you can push. And they're right, that's right in front of the statues. Uh, the statues, there's about 10 feet of distance between the platform and the statues. If you're facing the platform, it's male, child, woman? The statues are down on the floor. The okay. platform has the lectern. As you stand on the platform and look out at the statues, it's man left, child middle, woman right. And does that seem to be with the three clicks on the... Seems like, like it would it be. Would mm-hmm. Point to one or the other. Now, he said innocence, or at least justice. Yeah, this is the Hall of Justice. And he said something about two ways seem correct. To the undiscerning. He didn't say anything about innocence, though, at all. Yeah, read it again. (laughs) The great king spoke from his hall of justice. Hear, O children of the great king. A road goes two ways, and to the undiscerning both seem right. A heavy story came to my court with all claiming injury. With care, the string is untangled. So it seems like that these three had... Uh, a quarrel of some kind that they brought to the king and they all thought that they had been wronged. And then the, you said there was a, a nasty looking thing hanging from the ceiling? There's a giant sword made of stone suspended from the ceiling. Wait. And right now, in its current position, the dial is in the middle position. Pointing at the child? It's hanging so that it looks like it would drop straight down on the child. So we need to choose who was the, who was the actual one who did wrong in this business how old is the child an infant or Uh, maybe 12 12 13 the floor is open you can go walk amongst the statues if you want drop that sword on the child (laughs) i would like to observe i would like to observe the 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 statues uh firstly the male the male statue uh what what can i see absolutely the man stands he has a wicked looking snarl on his face uh the sculptor must have been very very skilled to capture all this fine detail From his neck hangs a chain, and on the chain is a symbol of some distinctive-looking leaf. He appears to be very upset, and his sword is over his head in a very threatening manner, and he is looking directly at the child. Okay, so now, Emma, can you explain the details of the child statue? Sure. If you can give me an investigation check, please. Six. The child looks obviously frightened. His eyes are very large, and he seems to be cowering away from the man with the sword. Please. I'm going to come over and look at the child. I don't trust Bash. You can kind of see his, his attention seems to be wandering as he's looking. Mm. <laughs> huh? Oh, wow, that's a big sword. Yeah, I'm standing right. <laughs> so give him, go, give him a check or whatever. Investigation check. All right. 
Oh, Crit no. fail. All right, I'm coming. Let, let the stone cunning person. I come over and my eyes immediately start bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? It's because you said you didn't trust me. What are you guys? What What Excellent. are you looking at over there? Let me look. I don't. This is my lowest one. You're gonna get a one also. <laughs> no, she's gonna get the twenty. Uh, thirteen. You can see that the child has lean back and as it does so there seems to be something attached to its belt mm-hmm. something attached to like he stole something or he's hiding something i don't know or a dagger maybe maybe reaching for a weapon what about the woman i'm going to look at, look at the woman go ahead oh. 12 the woman looks very frightened she's holding one hand out almost entreatingly toward the child and in her other hand, she's clutching something. Her eyes are looking with apparent anger toward the man. I wonder if there's more to be gained by a better role in looking at this. <laughs> yes. Let me, let me, let me try to uh, look toward the woman again. All right, you look at the woman. Fifteen. The thing in her hand appears to be a, like a, a stick, a, a very smooth, straight stick but that's about all you can tell from that roll. <laughs> I'm going to look <laughs> from at that roll. Yeah. I'm going to look as well. We're really staring intently at these things. Really I mean, studying. I can see you doing like the art museum thing where you're just yeah. kind of standing there with your hands behind your back, mm. just kind of you know, looking. If I squint <laughs> and look this yeah, way. Right. Doesn't mean something different. Which Wait, what are you investigating, Thane? Peter. He's not doing anything. I'm not trust doing, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> with that roll, he didn't even realize it was a female statue. You hear it? <laughs> You hear an oops, and the hand breaks off. <laughs> Whoops. You can look more closely at things that you have already seen, too. I'm going to go look at the man, actually, again, and I'm going to roll for that one. Okay. Oh, that's an 18. Looking at the man more closely, you can see now that it tucked into his belt, there appears to be a piece of paper. Uh, it seems to be scrunched, but not balled up. And no, no, it's carved. Stone. It's part of the oh. statue. <laughs> there appears to be some sort of writing on it, and the characters on the paper appear to be the same kind of letters that are illuminating the ceilings of these rooms. They are scrambling, but they're not quite resolving yet. Hmm. I'm going to take a closer look at what the child has in its uh, belt. Okay. 19. The child has a purse, like a a money bag, tied to his belt. And on the belt, you can see a distinctive-looking leaf. Same as the one on the man's chain? It appears to be the exact same symbol as on the man's chain. All right. I know this leaf. (laughs) I read about it in Leaf, a history. Okay. (laughs) Good job, Womber Bass. Now, this looks like... the. The child has some kind of a money purse, and there's on this belt here. It's the same leaf that 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 the man has around his neck on the chain. I'm gonna take a closer look at that the woman's the stick that she's holding. Maybe there's something there. It's got the got the leaf on it. Sixteen. Looking at the top, it appears to be almost like a wedge-shaped piece of wood. So it's long and slender, but if you were to look at it from the end, it would look like a triangle. Mm-hmm. So it's a wedge stick. Mm-hmm. But the other end. Uh, coming out the bottom of her fist, uh, it comes to a point. So it appears to be some sort of pen or writing utensil. Hmm. Are the letters done scrambling on the guy's paper in his belt? They do begin to resolve. Ooh. And as you look at the letters as they are forming, you quickly realize that this appears to be a contract that is turning the child over to him. Huh, like a custody arrangement of some kind? No, as in slavery. Oh. And the markings, before they began to resolve, they looked like they might have come from a wedge-shaped stick. (gasps) This woman is... A Wombabash is going to go up to the pedestal (laughs) and move the dial over to the female and press. (gasps) There is a heavy clanging sound. The sword that's mounted to the ceiling begins to shudder, 
and then the tip end releases and spins directly toward you. Okay. <laughs> Give me a dexterity saving throw. Eleven. <laughs> uh, I need some d sixes. Oh no! <laughs> I have tough hide. Remember this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take seventeen points of damage as the end of this great sword slams down and hits you square in the chest. Okay. And then the sword begins to ratchet back up. Raise up. Just, again, it, it didn't let go of the handle end, just the mm-hmm. tip end. So it's like it came like a scythe coming down at you. It hit you, and now it goes back up into place, and now it's hovering over the woman. All right, I'm going to get up and crawl over <laughs> to, the, uh, <laughs> to the thing and pull myself up, and I'm going to switch it over to the guy and press. <laughs> I said trial and error was not going to work. Guess it is now. <laughs> We could have done that without doing all this investigation. Ah! Overhead, the sword, kachunk, kachunk, moves two places. So now it's hovering over the man. When you push the button, it drops straight down, handle end and sword end. Right onto the statue. All three of the statues are split down the middle. And when this hits, it lands and the statue splits to either side of the sword. So the sword doesn't actually damage the statue. But when the statue splits out on either side, a button is revealed in the floor. I'm going to walk on over. I and fall down on from the thing <laughs> onto the ground and say, ow. <laughs> I scrabble over and push the button. Oh, I was going to stomp on it. Hey, uh-huh. wait, wait, before you do that, get, uh, here, take my light crossbow, Peter, and get a bolt ready. And let's try to shoot that guy as soon as the door opens. Okay. Locked and ready. Peter cocks the bow. and you push the button the door grates open as the light in the room dims and the way is open so how why is how did we know that the dude was the you don't really know you didn't figure out the story some mysteries will just need to remain a mystery (laughs) well he had a contract of slavery he was buying the kids so like so who was at fault then was it the mother who sold her kid into slavery? Uh, apparently it was not, right? Because otherwise she would have been hit by the a sword. Well, he yeah. was, was buying was a the kid's guy. slave, and then he was about to like kill the Peter kid. Peter didn't read far enough. I'll just say that. Ah. I did, did. Stink. Peter didn't do what? Read far enough. All right, so you ready, Peter? Ready as a lot and of you hit the, you hit the yeah, yeah, you already did this. You yeah. hit the button. I was button, born ready. Yeah, so the, the passageway is open. The ramp leads up. Hurry, hurry, get through there before he gets away at the other end. Yeah, clump, 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 as I go... Um, Go clomping up. Okay. Does he see him? The door is still closed. Be ready. Stand at the door ready. However, before we go on to the next room, we shift through the stones of the walls. No. And as we do, the world becomes a blur. Yeah. But we don't move very far. A few seconds, and we find ourselves atop the flat pyramid. We see Kabir as he slows then stops before a low stone altar in the middle of the rooftop. Mm-mm. Aside from this single piece, the top of the pyramid is smooth and empty. The glowing disc with Thump's body on it glides to a stop behind the wiry man, who has been muttering to himself. He looks worried and casts his glance around, but a moment later the worry is erased when a sound like ripping fabric cuts through the air and a swirl of black and white light begins to form in the air at the altar's head. At this seeming sign, Kabir leaps into action. His muscles strain as he puts his arms under Thump's much larger body. With a grunt, he shifts the bulk onto the worn and stained stone slab as the glowing disc disappears. He smoothly straightens his clothing then arranges Thump neatly on the altar. Not a moment too soon, either. The whirling light parts in the air, and through it, we can see a metal-covered face, complete with white and black eye stones, apparently in a room of cold, gray stone. The mask shifts slightly, taking in the scene. Then a grim voice sounds out, ringing across the ancient stone of the pyramid, I see you have upheld your part of the bargain. 
Kabir wrings his hands, seemingly fighting the impulse to speak, but at last he relents. Yes, master, I have given up much to fulfill your will. As he speaks in his raspy voice, Kabir's eyes dart left and right in a panic. They knew me. As soon as they saw me, they knew me. I've never known such pain to see in their eyes the fact that they know I betrayed their trust. Please, master. And here Kabir rubs trembling hands across his throat. Please, let me have the power you promised me. The gift for which I've longed since I first heard of the true bards. I want nothing more than to be Rebek again. To live among people and to help them with the powers I've heard the true bards once wielded. The Reaver's impassive face locks with Kabir, Rebek, and the breath hisses. In but a moment, I will give you your reward. Then the glittering eyes turn to look at Thump. To think these were not just stories. Living pieces of the great crystal pillars, imbued with power that could restore the ancient magic. And now I will be able to hasten the return of Indatis. The mask leans forward, almost seeming to reach across hundreds of miles through the portal of light. There is a hum in the air as the light surrounding the rift intensifies, becoming almost blinding. On the slab, Thump seems to be coming to his senses. Because he shifts slightly, his head lolling and his eyes flickering as crackles of power surge from the portal center. But then we are sucked back through stone in a matter of seconds as the door to the final room slides open. You're standing at the threshold of the final room. Not yet. Peter. What difference does it make? <laughs> what, what Peter does is he. Uh... Do you see anything? So much for resolve. <laughs> yeah. I quit. I give up. She just like turns around and walks out and goes home. Uh, Peter. I, I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stop. No. You guys aren't allowed to just. No. Stop. We are too old to meme. The doorway beckons. I um, step inside. Well, I, I kind of peek around the door frame, crossbow aimed. Do you see him? Do you see him? My eyes are darting back and forth, and I'm looking around. It's the glow of the disc. You see Kabir just exiting the room. You're still outside the room? Okay. Uh, so you poke your head around. You take aim at Kabir's back. Watch as I accidentally headshot him and just like ruin the whole cutscene we just or watched. Or <laughs> you hit Thump, because Thump is behind him on the <laughs> disc. 17? 17 is a hit. Yes! What damage is a light? What damage? Is that a hand crossbow? It's a light crossbow. What damage is that? It's a D8. Five points of damage. The quarrel zips through the air, and there is a howl of pain as it tears through the fleshy, well, fleshy, but on, on Rebeck, it's hard to tell, but uh, it the back of his arm, like his triceps, Ooh. it cuts across that, and then it... <laughs> Embeds quivering into the wall of the passageway, but it doesn't stop him. He takes five points of damage, and uh, he disappears from sight up yeah. the ramp. Ugh, couldn't stop him. I just kind of good shot though. Yeah, the, yeah, the cross really good shot. That was the, good. the crossbow just kind of like drops to my side, and then I immediately start scanning the room to see what this yeah. puzzle is. Okay, are you going? We're into all the, in. Okay, We're yeah, all yeah. in. Yeah. The doors slide shut as expected. As you step over the threshold, the letters light up the room again. The great king spoke from his hall of mercy. None is immune to stumbling, yet the ruler of strength knows his limits. An oppressed people is a sign of a great weakness in the oppressor, and he must sleep without sleeping. Far better it is to show mercy, for who knows when the king must seek mercy himself. Removing the burden from the poor can move even the stoniest heart. There are three dark shapes in this room that are revealed as the light begins to filter into the room. 
more statues of people who appear to be in the greatest of distress. Their faces are contorted, their backs are bowed, and no wonder, each one seems to be supporting the weight of giant stone spheres on their backs. Each sphere is connected to a thick metal chain that runs into a hole in the ceiling. Like the previous room, there is a dais with a stone slab, only on this slab, there are three levers. Would you like me to read the passage no. again? Um, well, you guys can. I'm just going to go over and pull one no. of the levers. Okay. Grief. Peter Outward. just is like, I don't care about you guys. He goes up to the dais and pulls, uh, which one? One, two, or three? Two. There is a clinking sound, and the chains tighten on the spheres hanging over statues two and three, and both of those spheres rise up toward the ceiling. Mm, it's one of those puzzles. Can I, can I uh, inspect all three of the statues again? Yeah. What are you looking for? I'm looking at specific. I mean, they're all, they all are oppressed. They are all oppressed. What are the differences between the... They're uh, very slight. In fact, they all seem to be carved very similarly. There's nothing really distinctive. In fact, in comparison to the previous room, it's almost like this artist wasn't trying. They're, they're just people, very stylized people, okay. um, but not not nearly the level of detail that you had in the previous room. Pull the third one. I pull the third one. The first sphere goes up, and the second sphere comes down. I pull that same lever. The first one comes down, and the second one goes up. So it's just toggling one and two. Okay, so I mean, hold on, let, me, let me dive I think we need, to, we need to get all three of these lifted off of the statues. Yes, yeah. yes. Can, can you pull two levers at the same time? No. The middle one took the spheres off of one and two. No, it was two and three, wasn't it? Yeah, it took the boulders off of two and three. Two and three, okay. And then, uh, so it's basically, it swapped the states of two and three. Lever number three swapped the states of one and two, correct? Yes. All right, and so I'm just going to pull the first lever. First level raises one and three. It toggles one and three. Gotcha. Is there any kind of reset? No. Oh, stink. All right, so that means, so I pulled I pulled the second one first, which meant that this, that they were free. It might be easier to do this with dice. If you have three dice in front of you, you can actually shift the dice around. Now, are you still at the statues, Michael? Yeah. Can you give me a perception? Well, you, you were investigating. Give me an investigation check, if you would. That's going to be a 24. What did you roll? I rolled a 19. Good for you. Uh, you notice scuff marks in the stone of the floor behind each of the three statues. So right now, statues one and three do not have a boulder on them, but statue two does. Okay. Can I move statues one and two? Can I push them back out of the way? Yes. Uh, why don't you give it a shot? Yeah, and then the boulder comes down on your head. Well, not unless I... Unless the levers. If, if I don't touch the lever, that shouldn't happen. <sighs> no, the boulder comes down on his head. That's a one. <laughs> I break my hand. <laughs> I break my foot. I break me. <laughs> Womberbash, you hurl yourself into the statue trying to shove it, and you're just doing like the... Oh, what am I seeing this for? I'm seeing a, a an image from a movie... What is it? it? The guy is grabbing onto something and he's going. That must be from Psych. Oh, from oh psych. no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Um, um, Wesley and Andre the Giant. Yes. Okay, that's oh, it. Oh, yes. That's it. It's Wesley trying to wrestle yeah. Andre the Giant yeah. and not budging him at all. I think this. I think these these statues can move. Tira and Peter, you hear a wet splat <laughs> as Womberbash <laughs> hurls himself into Why the statue. Why is it a wet splat? <laughs> because it was a wet fart, actually. With all the. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no but I, I think these. I think. When are you guys gonna learn that we can't just do trial and error? I, these 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 statues move. I look How up, do you know that? After Terry says Because I that, see the scratches behind the behind I'm the statue. Go look, I'm gonna go look at the scratches he's talking about. You go see very clearly. It's almost like uh, it jumps out at you. Uh, you see gouges in the floor, where it looks like these statues have been slid backward before. Is there anything on the floor in front of them? Nope. If we move these statues with the boulders missing, we can take the burden off the last statue, and I think that would work. Okay. 
Um, so where are the spheres now? So one and three are up in the air. Two is on the guy. Yeah. So I'm thinking okay. I might just flip lever one and just have them all back with bolts. No, 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 no. Okay. Push the push the push the statues one and three. One and three. Okay. Yes. If the two of you work together, yeah, Tira and Womberbash, yeah. if the two of you work together, uh, you, one of you will get advantage on the shove. Okay. Well, let me do it because I have I'm stronger. Yeah, you're yeah you're the strongest of them all. Go ahead. All right. So what are we what are we doing here? Roll me two twenties okay. uh, with your strength modifier. Yeah. Attached. Good. So it's a mod twenty. Okay. That is plenty. There's a grating sound and it moves slowly at first, but then with the two of you, Womberbash, I, I see you taking high and Tira, you're just shoulder down. Your feet yeah. are gritting into the floor mm-hmm. and you're just straining. Every cord of your neck is flaring out and you push and then it moves an inch and then three inches. And then before you know it, it slides neatly backwards. And as you do, you see a button revealed in the floor. Oh, okay. Inch, All right, we we need to do, we need to do num- number one now. An inch, three inches, nine inches, twenty-seven inches. Suddenly, it's going along at the speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I want. Should I step on this button now, or do we need to think we should I, move I, the other I one? I think first? we should move one first. We have to relieve the burden off of the people first. All right, uh, let's go over to the first one then. Okay. Uh, give me another roll with the two of you pushing. Mm-hmm. Now you're putting your backs into it. Oh yes, oh, wh- well, that's one. an eighteen. That's an eighteen. Well, it's isn't it? Not. It's it's hitting his the wall. But it's an eighteen. Oh, it's an eighteen now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So twenty-two. Okay. The the statue again slides backward out of the way. And you there's now a button have, there. There's a button there. Okay. Now you have to take the uh, burden off of the middle statue. All right. So I'm just going to flip lever two. So that flips two and three. Okay. Lever three comes, or sphere number three comes crashing down to the floor. It should come up. Sphere number two? Oh, you say number three. Sorry, never mind. Number three comes crashing down to the floor where it lands on the button. Number two rises, leaving the statue free. <gasps> move the right, statue. Let's move the st- second statue. Eight. Uh, you hear a... <laughs> from Tira. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll without advantage. Uh, Peter, you want to go help? <laughs> yeah, Peter, no, go over I'm, here. I'm too much fun sitting here watching. And He's now leaning on the platform, just looking at you two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, one more time. Tira steps back and kind of does a cartoon thing with her little feet there. She stomps her feet. Okay, that's better. 18. Okay, this time you put your back into it again, and the <laughs> statue back slides backward. Okay, now you can press the button, I think. So we have, we have the, the sphere down on number three. We, we don't even have to worry. And number you, three is down, and so I'm going to flip. No, 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 you don't have to do that. The, no. bu- the, the, the boulders are already pressing the button. All yeah, we exactly. got to do is press the button. We're done. So only button three is pressed. So I'm going to flip lever number three, which will bring down spheres one and two, which will press all three buttons. It doesn't matter. We have we three don't people. Have, we don't have to. We could just go. We could just go push button. the buttons. Why do the boulders have to do the button pushing? Well, because it will the door close again if we no. step off the button. I'm going to pr- flip the lever anyway. Clear the way. Flip the lever. Okay, everything goes where it's supposed to go, and the buttons that are supposed to be revealed are revealed because I'm not keeping track of this. <laughs> all right, and so now what? We're going to press the one button, and boom, done. Okay, you press the button, and there's a grating sound as the doors slide open. And I run through. Yep. Me too. I'm also reloading my crossbow. The last door slides out of the way. Natural light floods into the chamber from along a ramp that leads up to the top of the pyramid. You make it to the roof just in time for a flurry of events to happen in quick succession. Energy crackles madly from a swirling vortex of light that hovers over the center of the rooftop. Framed within the black and white streaks is a metal mask with two eyes, also midnight black and gleaming white. The impassive face shifts to look in your direction as you run up the ramp and into the open space. A sensation of blazing heat makes you draw up sharply. Below the vortex, Kabir leans over Thump's still, dark shape. He is stretched out on a stone slab that looks distinctly like an altar. 
Elaborate writing adorns the sides of the altar, and as with the rooms below, the glowing figures twist and reform into familiar letters. Kabir is panting, and as he sees you emerge from the room below, a wild panic fills his face and he recoils visibly, panting heavily. His mouth works silently as though he wants to say something. Thump stirs and rises weakly, propped on an elbow. He doesn't look at all confused, but his scaled head looks first toward the reaver's hovering face, then serenely turns to face you. The crackling energy reaches a crescendo, then gathering for a final surge, pauses. A mixture of scents rolls toward you. Damp stone, the green smell of fresh earth, and methane, followed immediately by three words. Friends, go save. No, no! Kabir's anguished shriek is strangled. Tears run down his face and you can hear a strained voice saying, Tira, Wombabash, Peter, I am sorry. I couldn't, I didn't mean, I know you knew it was me, Rebek, and I should have. The world seems to collapse all at once as magical energy explodes outward. You are all flung backward, Kabir included. You skid on your backs across the weathered stone, each of you coming to a stop perilously close to the edge of the roof. Fool, rings out the reaver's voice. That gift was never mine to give, but you have served your purpose nevertheless. Rebek cries out in anger just as a wave of force slams into all of you. You, the three of you, are somehow thrown sideways along the edge, but Rebek isn't so lucky. With a plaintive cry, he has flung off the pyramid, his star stone glitters in his hand. And as he plummets, his wail of terror takes resolve into a final angry curse before he crumples into the sun-baked ground. And you. The reaver points in your direction as a rising sense of dread fills you. We'll die soon enough. With one last surge, light leaks from Thump's body into the portal, which collapses in a swirling pattern and the blistering heat subsides. Peter lies there for a second, and then he, just at, shaking himself out of almost a reverie, stands up shakily and then just like runs over to the altar to Thump. Thump's body lies on the altar. I'm checking for a pulse. I, I like, I'm pulling my green book, uh, my, my bag of herbs. I've, I'm doing everything. Tira scrabbles over. Don't you have save the dying or some junk like that? Or the dying? You're not quite sure what you expected to see, but it probably wasn't this. In place of where the living, breathing thump was just moments ago is a crystal statue that is a perfect likeness of your friend, even down to a missing finger. Spare the dying. I, I'm, I don't care if it doesn't work. I am casting spare the dying on, on him. I, you know, I... I spin on both my hands, rub them together, and just press on both sides of his face. And I'm like, my hands are trembling. Asham, the all healer, bring him back. Just bring him back. The crystal feels hard and unyielding under your fingers. But just as you're about to break off your prayer in disgust, there is a purplish glow that begins to pulse deep within the crystal. And that is where we're going to end this episode. <gasps> so let's talk experience points. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, my word. Uh, no. Okay. First off, can I just say, you're not even going to have to do any, like, special effects on Rebeck's voice. You had, like, this, like, yes. this double tone yeah. thing going. <laughs> oh, my it goodness. It was, like, reverberating on its own. I it thought, was, I was like, freaky and awesome. How is he doing that? I mean, you, you can listen to it. You're going to be like, dude, that did a good job so. on that. I hope so. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Good. Um, oh, my goodness.
So you're going to get six experience points each for making your way through each of the remaining rooms. And I think that's going to be it for given experience. But let's talk Norse battle here. Tira for her role playing, uh, for just for being impulsive for her, for the stuff she <laughs> did. Far less impulsive than you guys. Going, I'll just start pulling levers, and I'm like, listen. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, we've got to take our time with this. Well, no, I was just like, every other time we did that, awful things happened. I mean, there is there's impulsivity, and there's learning from experience. Yeah. But anyway, I'll take the I'll take the points. I mean, whatever. But yeah, I'm just take saying. two for that. Okay. Uh, you were trying to be the voice of reason, and I, I appreciated that. She, I mean, there's obviously, I mean, yeah, I know impulsivity is kind of a thing with Tira, but there's also growth of character after everything that she's experienced. Mm-hmm. And particularly in, in, this, in this instance, trial and error was always bad. Like, it, took a, it made us take forever to solve the puzzle in the first room. Yeah. And in the second room, uh, Bash almost got run through with a spear. But I did figure it out. Yes, you did. Yeah. After taking all kinds of damage, but whatever. Actually, that one wasn't too bad. Um, Peter, for his prayer and for just trying to save uh, Thump, even though he clearly was just a block of ice. I like that. It was very touching. Yes. Uh, take two for that. Any other awards? I can't think of any. I can. What's up? I don't like nominating myself, but since you guys are not going to nominate me, I'll nominate myself. <laughs> Do I figured out the first one, and I also figured out to push the uh, the statues out of the way of the light and the bird. He did. Up. Yes. He did. Yeah. Why don't you take three for that? Any other nominations? I also uh, had the idea of using the crossbow to try to- um, That's true, to wing them. Get, get a little extra damage on yeah. homeboy. Yeah. Fine. Uh, I, I liked the thinking. Yeah. That was well thought. So take one for that. I mean, I had the idea to try and throw something in the door to keep it from closing behind Rebeck, but nobody seemed to seize on that okay, idea. Okay, can we just take a moment to realize what just happened? Rebeck. He did. He's dead. Yeah, I want to. I want to reflect on some of this stuff. We have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and get the recap first. Okay, hang on. Let's see what we got here. Okay. All right. So Tira is forty-eight points into level seven. Hey, making it. Uh, Walmer Bash is 52 points into level 7. Peter Greyhawk is 46 points into level 7. Great. Good job, everyone. Uh, I wanted this to be a good episode, and I think you all made it that. It's dramatic. Um, dramatic hope, and traumatic. I hope you like, yeah. I hope you like the puzzles. I know they were kind of iffy, but it's challenging to make puzzles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's challenging to come up with different things for different. I loved your little poems. Good, They're yeah, such very... as they were. It was. I wasn't expecting the po- I wasn't expecting the puzzles. So the first one was rocky, but once we knew we had puzzles, I think we we solved the kinda other. Got, yeah, kind of got you. Kind of got our minds yeah. into the puzzle. Got gear. in the groove, right? Exactly. As, as soon as you said four rooms, I was kind of thinking puzzle dungeon. I was happy with how the closing scenes went. The first, the cutscene, and then yeah. the the conclusion. I hope. You all like oh, yeah. Too, oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I'm not really happy that Thump's not there anymore. And, I mean, I think Womber Bash is a forgiving person if there was a good explanation as far as Rebeck. But now that Rebeck is pretty much gone, that's kind of horrible as well. Well, I think this is going to redouble Tira's, going to kind of get her back into warrior mode because now she's going to want revenge on that stupid Morden Reaver dude. And you have actually seen him now. I've seen him yeah. now, and kind of refocusing, refocusing the mission. Because I know I've, I've mentioned before. I think it was maybe in the season one recap when we did a recap, and I was talking about how it seems like our 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 quest has taken a left turn from what it seemed like it was going to be back in the in the woods with the stag, and then all of a sudden we we kind of started doing this, all this other stuff that didn't quite seem. It wasn't what I had envisioned based on what the stag said. And then all of a sudden it seemed like, okay, well now, we're, now we're going over here and doing this. And as far as the pillars and stuff, which now, ba- not Bash, uh, now Thump is a pillar of some kind. I don't like it. I'm sad. Did you catch all that? You may have to list, re-listen to the episode. Oh, I definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. will. What did you get from it, Michael? I mean, so basically he's he's more of like a crystalline statue about, I'm, I'm guessing about this big. Is that right? Or no, is it actually, no, he's it's full, full size. size. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, um, that's yeah. interesting. We won't even be able to move him because he's probably pretty heavy. Did you hear what the Reaver had to say? Well, I remember he said that the, the gift was not his to get. I think that Rebeck thought he was going to be one of those true bards like that yeah, snot-nosed who could just, jerk. Yeah, who could just fly like. That we met a while back on the oh. uh, on the first pillar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, fellow flyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So First time? I think that that's what I think the the Reaver had promised that to Rebeck just to get him to do what he was, you know, just to get him to bring Thump to him. And then when he got there, Rebeck's like, it, it made me think of Peter Pettigrew and Voldemort. Like Peter whacks his hand up. And he's like, please give me the hand. He's like, get over here, shut up, kid, and leaves him <laughs> bleeding on the ground for like half an hour before he actually does what he said he was gonna do. Although in this case. The, more, the reaver didn't do what he said he was going to do. And he's like, I, I, I never could do that anyway. And he just tells him more of the edge. But then he also said something about when he sees Thump, he's like, ah, oh, the stories are actually true. So I guess there's something about Thump's species or his race of people or something that is legendary. And the reaver was after him. Something about their magic. Because remember, Dad described a couple times before about... How th- um, under thumb scales it'd be glowing and stuff, yeah, kind of glowing yeah. and whatnot. And uh, there did seem to be some kind of light leaving uh, thump. As... Yeah, it's like he sucked him of his magic or something. Yeah, and he also turned down being given Starstone. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes. And of course, Homeboy threatened us too. He said we'd be dead soon enough. Yeah, so he wasn't interested in killing us right then. Right. For some odd reason. Which, if he's like. Basically, a huge shaped star stone, and it's glowing right now. He may have a power that he could also help us with, and and may, he may impart to us to yeah, help we're us. We're gonna on have our... to stick around this tower for a little bit, and we get back <laughs> next time. Just at least figure out something. Yeah, investigate the glow. I want to take his other finger though. How do you take his finger? It's crystalline. I'm gonna now. break it off. Why? Get some of the power that he sucked into his uh, crystal body. <sighs> What is wrong Never. with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're all just very traumatized and still having, still trying to process all this. Some of us handle it in different ways. <laughs> some want to break things off of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we really hope you enjoyed this episode, Stackers. We've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed the time together. And if you have thoughts about it, if you mm. just want to contact us on Twitter, Instagram, however... We'd love to hear from you. There goes the hashtag Thump Lips. <laughs> well, maybe. 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 Yeah, we maybe. Keep that going, guys. Let's bring them back. <laughs> Let's see those petitions, huh? Okay, so yeah, just keep with us. We are enjoying the story. It's taking some hard turns, but it's all for the good of the story. We'll just see where this all takes us. Next time here at Stack of Dice. Before he gets away at the other end, at the other door. <laughs> I, I you, you want to try that again? <laughs> Before he comes out the other end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hurry, Peter! Come on, let's go. Before I can't do it now. Hey, that's gonna be a slow down drunk. Uh, drunk. Come on, hurry, Peter! Before he comes shooting out the down other down end. I can't. Do it. <laughs> Before he comes shooting out the other end. <laughs> I didn't say that. All right, hurry, Peter. Come on, let's go. Before I can't. <laughs>